You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Starting 1 July, your foreign holidays are set to get expensive and well, a little bit confusing also. This is because the new TCS rules are riddled with discrepancies. For instance, loading a forex card and buying cash from a money exchanger will require you to pay 20% TCS upfront. But foreign spends made through debit and credit cards are exempted up to Rs. 7 lakh. That's not all. If you want to book a tour package, whether you buy it with an Indian travel agent, say Make My Trip, or a foreign one, for example Expedia, will decide whether you need to pay TCS or not. Sounds confusing, isn't it? In today's episode, I will clear all your doubts about TCS on foreign spends and tell you how you should make your bookings to save on this tax. Mayank Mohanka, who's the founder of Tax Aram India and a partner at SM Mohanka and Associates, has joined me as a tax expert who will break down TCS rules for us. Hi and welcome back to Why Not Mint Money. I'm Shipra from Mint's personal finance team. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Mayank, welcome to Why Not Mint Money. Hi Shipra, it's always a pleasure. So Mayank, let's start with you giving us an overview of the TCS rules that have uh, you know the new TCS rules that will get implemented from 1 July. on foreign transactions okay tripura uh, let me start with the fact that uh, this tcs on uh, lrs remittances that is liberalized remittance scheme and including overseas tour packages is not a new provision this provision has been very much there in the income tax act and it was introduced in uh, by the finance act 2020 and it started from 1st of october 2020 but the rate was only 5% that therefore there was not much hue and cry but now this budget 2023 has increased the tcs rate on such overseas tour packages and lrs remittances from 5% to 20% with effect from 1st of july 2023 and that is why uh, the foreign cost is going to be substantially increased uh, after this amendment and right. one more thing yeah tell me No, no, please go on. Yeah, one more thing which has added to the confusion is that uh, there is a one uh, CBDT notification dated one RBI notification, I should say, dated sixteenth of May, twenty twenty three, wherein the international credit card spends towards foreign uh, travels uh, have been uh, made subject to the TCS now. Earlier, they were exempted from the TCS under Section two zero six C. That's right. So, that has all uh, also added to the woes of the people right. i think in fact it is this provision which riled up a lot of consumers <laughs> yeah And exactly you are true yeah but nonetheless uh, i think that giving some leeway to the genuine concerns uh, further the cbdt has come up with a notification on 19th of may providing that the international credit and debit card spends towards lrs remittances will be exempt from tcs subject to the exemption threshold limit of 7 lakhs per financial year per resident individual that's right so that has provided some sort of uh, relaxation to the masses that's right yes so somebody who takes like a one, one foreign holiday in a year they will most likely not breach the 7 lakh exemption limit so yes it's a huge relief for them 
I hope so. Yeah, yeah. that is true. So, but what has happened is that two packages have been kept out of the seven lakh exemption limit, and there is another de- discrepancy, which is that if you book with an Indian travel agent, you pay twenty percent TCS, but not if you were to book with a foreign agent, say Expedia. So why do you think this discrepancy? Yeah, Shipra. Uh, let me answer this question in this way: that earlier. what was there was that section 206c 1g uh, provided that no threshold exemption limit of 7 lakhs uh, would be there in case of overseas tour packages so this threshold exemption limit of 7 lakh was there uh, in case of other lrs remittances excluding overseas tour packages but now uh, what has happened is that the language of this notification that cbdt notification dated 19th of may it only talks about that all lrs remittances made by resident individuals through their international debit and credit cards up to uh, the threshold limit of 7 lakhs will be exempt from tcs so in my humble understanding what it implies is that even if some uh, foreign spends are being made through international credit cards or debit cards towards purchase of overseas tour packages directly say directly from a foreign tour operator then up till the threshold limit of 7 lakhs this exemption will be available provided that there is no further amendment in this particular language of the schedule earlier there was categorical uh, denial of exemption threshold limit of 7 lakhs to the overseas tour packages but now the right. wordings cover these uh, packages also but uh, now coming to the second aspect that is there any discrimin- uh, discrimination between indian tour operators and foreign tour operators prima facie it appears yes that there is there seems to be some discrepancy because uh, if a resident individual purchases his overseas tour packages from an indian tour operator the tcs kicks in 20% from 1st july onwards and up till 30th of june it is 5% uh, but if the same resident individual uh, purchases the overseas tour packages directly from a foreign tour operator say expedia as you have quoted then uh, there is one uh, fundamental operational difficulty in collection of tcs because the such foreign tour operators and more specifically those who are not having any permanent establishment or fixed place of business in india they are non residents in india so obviously the domestic tcs provisions will not be applicable on such foreign tour operators but nonetheless if the payment is being made through international credit card and hmm. i believe that in majority of the cases it will be the case right. then the issuing the those uh, the credit international credit card issuing banks will be liable to collect the tcs at the rate of 20% subject to the threshold limit of 7 lakhs so yeah. in my understanding it is not the case that foreign tour operators are altogether exempt the only thing is that if the payments are being made directly or bank to bank wires then also the banks will be uh, liable to collect tcs and if not the foreign tour operators but yes earlier this threshold exemption limit of 7 lakhs was not there in case of overseas tour packages up till 30th of june 2023 but now since this uh, uh, new notification has come up and it does not categorically exclude overseas tour packages so i think that up to 7 lakh rupees if the payments are made through international foreign debit or credit card then this 7 lakh exemption is also available so to that extent definitely there is a discrimination between indian tour operators and foreign tour operators right so as you po- rightly pointed that the fact that these foreign tour tour operators do not have an office per se in india 
which is why they are exempt from this you know the straight away 20% tcs so my understanding is that would extend to airlines and hotels also so say for if somebody was to book uh, you know uh, say an uh, directly yeah directly but a foreign airline so say emirates or an etihad or a qatar qatar airways that would also not attract tcs right because uh, sorry that would attract tcs because they have offices in india Ah, uh, that would attract TCS in my understanding because they have fixed place of businesses in in India. But subject to the if the payments are being made to international debit or credit cards, then the seven lakh exemption as of now will stand. Right. Uh, unless the government makes further amendments. Right. Because so, I believe that uh, I should add here, Shipra, that this uh, Indian Tour Operator Association has made some representations to the Finance Ministry regarding this uh, discrimination. So and uh, I have been made to believe that the finance ministry will soon come up with some more clarifications. So probably this uh, leeway to foreign tour operators by way of international credit card spends may be done away with, or some parity will be brought in for, uh, say, for the similar exemption of seven lakhs will be brought in for Indian tour operators also. Right. But uh, as of now, we have to wait and watch. Right. And say if an airline ticket is denominated in a non-INR currency, say in USD, in that case TCS mm. will apply, right? Then again, uh, I should say that uh, if that payment, if foreign currency payment is being made through international credit card, then uh, in any case that seven lakh limit is there. Mm. So if that seven lakh limit per financial year is not crossed, then uh, TCS provisions will not kick in themselves. But if the uh, 7 lakh limit gets breached then in my understanding the credit card issuing bank will be liable for collecting such tcs on behalf of such foreign tour operator or the international air flights right because that- the triggering point will be the conversion from indian currency to foreign currency and banks are the authorized uh, dealers for doing that right so that's about uh, personal foreign trips Uh, are the rules different for business trips yeah that is also very interesting question chipra i must say because uh, uh, say uh, to answer this also we need to go into the background of this uh, tcs provision in income tax act so this tcs provision 206c1g has its nexus from the liberalized remittance scheme of rbi and uh, liberalized remittance scheme of rbi permits all resident individuals to remit outside india in a financial year uh, up to a limit of usd 250000 and as per schedule 3 of the fema current account transaction rules uh, the business trips are also covered within this lrs limit of 250000 usd so business trips are very much there uh, are covered within the purview of lrs and as such are incidentally covered by this tcs applicability provision of 206c1g but an exception has been carved out by the liberalized remittance scheme master direction of rbi itself and now the clarification from the cbdt also that if such business trips are being made by the employees on behalf of their employers and not in their personal capacity then such business trips uh, the foreign spends during such business trips will be outside the purview of tcs but uh, if the business trips are being made by individual persons in their individual capacities say some uh, a proprietor businessman in their individual capacity then in my understanding as of date 
there is no such exclusion or exemption from the applicability of TCS. So then again, this uh, discriminating treatment is there. Right. So when you say personal capacity, say if I am on a business, I mean I am visiting a foreign country on behalf of my employer, but I do not have a corporate card or you know I have not been given an advance money that I can use for my daily spends. So if I end up using my own debit or credit card, that would attract TCS, right? Even if I am going on behalf of my employer. Prima facie, it may so because, uh, however, one clarification has come up. Uh, CBDT has come up with a clarification that if uh, the if such person is able to evidence that such expenses have been made uh, towards the uh, business trip on behalf of the employer company and not in personal capacity, then the authorized dealer, or which, uh, which are the banks in this case, have right. been uh, somehow uh, the onus has been put, uh, put on them to establish the authenticity of this claim. But how this uh, will work out in the ground level, uh, this is yet to be seen. Yeah. Because how the uh, dis- the differentiation between the personal expenses and the business expenses of an employee would be established by banks themselves, it is yet to be seen. It is definitely That's very right. thing. That's right. Unless I unless I you know call up my uh, bank manager and I I mean relationship manager in the bank and I tell them that I'm going to take a foreign trip but use my debit card. But then they would also ask me to get some kind of proof from my employer. Again, it will be a long, complicated process from what I understand. Definitely, definitely. But let me add here that currently also there is one specific form A2 which needs to be furnished to the banks before undertaking any such foreign travel or foreign remittance. And in this specified form A2 of RBI, uh, the uh, all the necessary details including the purpose, specific purpose of the foreign travel and the respective clause under the LRS scheme and needs and in fact the codif- there are specific codifications also there are codes provided for different purposes so that purpose needs to be specifically furnished uh, to the all the banks before making such uh, foreign travels so i think that this declaration should suffice apart from the uh, uh, supporting evidences from the employer right right okay so the last question of the podcast ma'am do you think the government should streamline these rules seeing as there's so many uh, discrepancies and there's so many confusion like another dis- you know discrepancy that exists is that even though credit card and debit cards have been exempted up to 7 lakh but forex is not and in fact forex is a more i mean relatively cheaper and a more transparent way of transacting abroad so do you think the government should come up with further guidelines you know which streamlines these rules yeah, very true, Shipra. In fact, uh, our entire discussion uh, very much amplifies this thing because all the questions which we have put on are which are the general concerns among all the uh, people currently. Because, and these have arisen just because there are discrepancies and confusions between uh, different treatments have been described. And you have very rightly pointed out that uh, somehow this threshold exemption limit of 7 lakhs is currently applicable only towards international debit and credit card spends and not towards other modes like your forex cards, your direct money exchange. Uh, so there is no justifiable reason for such distinction. And also you have rightly pointed out that the uh, otherwise uh, administrative cost or operational cost of debit and credit card, the loading factor is very much there. But in forex card, which are completely cheaper now, um, just the forex markup was being added, but now uh, uh, one would be inclined to use debit card and international credit card, irrespective of the fact that they were otherwise costly. 
so i think that definitely there is very urgent need to streamline all these things to and the government should come up with uniform and consistent rules and regulations as far as its tcs is concerned across board for all categories of uh, sellers as well as buyers so otherwise this uh, lacuna or the apprehensions will be there and which will uh, in fact make the compliance more cumbersome and at later stages the people may get notices and penalties may incur just because of the fact that this confusion or differential treatment is there that's right but i hope that and i hope that uh, the government will soon come up with some clarifications regarding all these things because these are universal problems and i hope and genuinely believe that government will come up with the clarifications that's right because we are nearing the the deadline so. yeah for 1st july is very near and obviously yeah. and one uh, last thing that i would like to add here surprise that uh, in fact this cut off date this increase in the tcs rate from cut off date of 1st july has somehow people uh, made the people postpone their foreign travels because now uh, uh, let me tell you one more thing that uh-huh. as per the existing rules the uh, if suppose one wants to Uh, make some exchange of foreign currency out of indian rupees through authorized money changer and he can keep this money uh, foreign exchange um, at least 60 days before he can uh, purchase this foreign currency before undertaking the foreign travel right. so if one intends to if one intends to make a foreign travel say after the cut off date in july or august then it is the best time to make those purchases in foreign currency so as to avail the benefit of lower tcs rate of 5% Right. and one one more uh, specific point here that yeah. the timing of tcs collection which this section 206c1g provides is that either at the time of making the remittance or at the time of uh, make uh, raising of invoice by the authorized dealer whichever is earlier so those who intend to travel outside india after the cut off date of 1st july those also should uh, make their remittances on or before 30th of june so as to make uh, to avail the benefit of this lower tcs rate of 5% that's right all right so that brings us to the end of the podcast thanks a lot mayank for uh, joining us today and for your valuable inputs thanks yeah thanks a lot shipra and it was enriching from at my end also so thanks a lot really grateful that brings us to the end of today's episode if you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover i can be reached at twitter under the username of shipra singh sorath and on linkedin at shipra singh thank you for tuning in see you in the next episode to stay updated on this podcast follow us at hd smartcast on all the major social media platforms To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com.